Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection. It's the end of the month, so that means it's the special comic haul episode. This is the episode where I talk about all the comics I picked up this month. Plus, there's a giveaway. Listen in on the episode to find out how to enter the giveaway. And also, if you want to see the video version of this episode, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. You can see it for free. Let's get on with the show. All right, first up at Marvel Comics, I've got Spider-Man 2099 number one. Now, I read Spider-Man back in the 90s, Spider-Man 2099 back in the 90s, back in 1993, the whole world of tomorrow, the whole 2099 world. And it was amazing to think, wow, these are stories from 100 years in the future. Well, we're already past 1999 and 2009 and 2019, so the future is even closer than ever. This is the regular cover. Beautiful cover here with uh, Miguel O'Hara's classic Dia de los Muertos Unstable Molecule Fabric Powered Outfit. To be honest, I was not a big fan of the whole 2099 recent storyline that they had, but I like Spider-Man 2099, so I picked this up. Here's a bit of a throwback. The Spider-Woman, number one, facsimile edition. This is from 1978, reprinted in 2020. And it's uh, Spider-Woman's very first comic. Now, in her own book, the superheroine sensation, they said, couldn't be done. Who said that? Anyway, I like that eventually here, Jessica Drew did have her hair out of the costume, out of the mask. I didn't like her original version with her hair covered up. thought that was a little weird. Special origin, all the world against her. So it's an exact recreation except for the barcode and the Marvel logo here. Why do you have it here if you've already got it over here? It's the classic Marvel Comics group heading at the top. To know her is to fear her. Classic red and yellow outfit. Classic cover. I kind of want to pick up an original Spider-Woman number one. It's not that expensive uh, off of eBay. But here's the facsimile edition to get me to tide me over until then. Straight with the original ads and everything. Pretty cool. Over at DC Comics, I picked up Batman, The Adventures Continue. So this is a sequel to Batman the Animated Series from the 90s. Regular cover number one. Beautiful recreation of the original sort of um, intro to Batman the Animated Series. It's in the classic Bruce Timm style. I wonder if there was a variant with Bruce Timm because that would be delicious. The Burnett Dini, ooh, Paul Dini. Ty Templeton and Kubina working on this. It's a beautiful cover. I gotta put this on my wall. Love how it looks. The moon and everything. Batman tough as always. And then the rogues gallery here. Amazing. Ooh, there's the phantasm. I almost missed getting my own issue of the Catwoman 100-page uh, 80th anniversary spectacular. So I got the 1980s variant cover. This is the Art Germ variant cover with the, I guess, like 88 or 87 Catwoman font right there logo for her series back at that time after batman year one so finally got my copy of it can't wait to read this this is variant number six there um i, I was enjoying these 80 you know these 100 page 80th anniversaries robin the joker wonder woman etc so really cool to get catwoman's one all right let's pause for the giveaway once again no purchase necessary all you have to do is go to my website vmcampos.com slash pound contact and send me an email and give me your opinion about the furry fandom culture. 
Yay or nay? Have you been a furry? Will you be a furry? What do you think about furries? If you don't like them, be nice and tell me about it. But if you do like them, tell me about them as well. So, just a fun question about furries. You'll be entered into the giveaway, and I'll pick the best answer by the next month's comic haul. And if you win, I'll alert you, and you'll and your prizes will be some cool comic book related stuff. So all you have to do is go to my website, vmcouples.com slash pound contact, write me an email about what you think about furries, and you'll be entered. Hope you win. Good luck. Back to the show. Next up at Image, I picked up a bunch of Image books that I've been meaning to get that I wasn't able to get, but I went to um, one of the comic shops that has a little bit better back issue selection. I got Pretty Violent, number one. Uh, I believe the full title is Pretty Violent with Swears. So I got one of the variant covers. This is variant cover number two, not by the regular artist. It's a little bit more realistic, pretty disturbing. I got the main character here totally beating up some monsters. This is, uh, I guess, Ryan Otley cover. Looks pretty epic. Interior art is way more cartoony, like a you know, Scotty Young Cartoon Network sort of style. Rated M for Mature. Along those lines of like a kind of like cute cartoony style, I got Ludocrats, which is another uh, rated M series. Yep, uh, rated M for Mature. So we've got the Jeff Stokely cover, the regular old cover. There's another one of these like cute art, but like violent plot types of comics that I would say Scotty Young pioneered, perhaps. If he didn't tell me all about it, who else could get the uh, credit and such? So, Ludocrats, I know it's uh, out on several issues by now, you know, the pandemic screwed things up, but the comic shop finally had a copy for me, and uh, it's not the April Fool's variant, as I know it seems to be the regular old cover. So, got a copy of that. Lastly, on image, I got Thought Bubble, the, New York, the Yorkshire Comic Art Festival Anthology 2019. Now, I believe Thought Bubble used to be published as a huge like tabloid size there was like a big tabloid size folded into the shape of a comic it looks like now it's just published as comic book size so i love anthology series i saw this on the shelf great price bunch of artists and creators hey tula lote is right there and i wanted to get this it's rated teen plus Regular cover, very cool artist. Looks familiar, I'm not sure who it is here. Apologies, but I like this cover a lot and I like anthologies as well. Moving over to Oni Press, we have Rogue Planet number one, the Colin Bunn joint. I've been also meaning to get my hands on this one. I haven't been able to get it myself. They just seem to be out at the look at the usual shop that I visit. A great like horror space horror kind of comic i finally got my own rogue planet there love this cover this is a regular cover it's got tentacles it's got skulls and space explorers pretty cool invader zim quarterly number one gers big day love this cover this is cover b we have a close-up on gers fiery eyes very kind of simple cover but very evocative if you uh, heard the, if you watched the Zim panel at Comic Con at home about Invader Zim, you you got a lot of insight into what the comic book series was. It was like a great way for them to continue the com to continue the TV show that got canceled because Nickelodeon didn't know what they were doing and they liked Jimmy Neutron better. But then we have like some unfinished stories in the comics, and then we have some continuations of things. 
and now it's going quarterly so it's more pages more stories and such invaders and quarterly number one Gurr's bad day and speaking of which, I also picked up the final issue of Invader Zim, number 50. 50 whole issues at Oni Press. So they were five years in. Kind of hard to believe. Five years at Oni Press. Wow. And, um, again, we, this is like officially, anything that these stories are are officially vetted by Jonah Vasquez himself. So they're like on, on model, on topic with what the original cartoon was. If you missed that show from, wow. 20 years ago um you can continue the stories here in comic book format we've got Grr in his little uh dog outfit we've got zim and a whole bunch of cookies i could go for a cookie right now i'm kind of hungry this is variant cover number two final issue of invader zim over at titan i picked up robotech remix number one this is cover c by rico renzi oh, i love that guy uh, so I don't know anything about this series at all, but I do know Robotech because I watched that back in the 80s. Amazing series. Uh, and I want to see what this remix is about. I don't know. Is it like the original Harmony Gold version of things? Is it a brand new interpretation? Is it part of like the original Japanese version of things? I do not know, but I got issue number one from Titan Comics. Beautiful retro cover. Next up from Ablaze, I have the Sumerian Queen of the Black Coast number two. Okay, so I've been harping on about this on all of the other comic book shows that I do. Um, Ablaze is publishing public domain versions of Conan stories. Marvel, of course, is currently publishing Conan. Marvel published Conan back in the 70s and the 80s. Then Dark Horse published it for several years. Looks like Dark Horse is losing a lot of licenses, unfortunately. They lost Star Wars lost Conan, they lost Predator, hopefully not Aliens as well, but anyway, um, Ablaze here is publishing Conan, the Cimmerian. This is Robert E. Howard's Savage Hero Uncensored, so in issue number one, there's a lot of sexy time happening between Conan and Belit. Actually, I mean the Cimmerian and the Queen of the Black Coast. It's a great adventure story, great art, really enjoying it. Um, it also, in it's, it also has like the text version of the story that this is based on, so it's kind of cool to see how the comic creator created the version coming from the page. So, regular cover number one, issue number two, Queen of the Black Coast. And lastly, I picked up my copy of Brian Azzarello and Maria Lovett's Faithless, volume two, number one, the Tula Lote Connecting Erotic Cover. No, I didn't get the rare one where they accidentally printed it with the sexy stuff right on the cover. I got the real cover that's that's blocked. Uh, but yeah, this is an erotic cover. I have not seen it yet, but Tula Lote does some amazing art. I loved her work on Miss Fury after I got back into comics in 2014. I enjoyed um, Miss Fury, who of course uh, was has been around since the 40s. It's uh, like a female Batman, published even before Wonder Woman herself. So this is volume two of Faithless. It's an erotic story about witchcraft and a bunch of fun stuff and demons and whatever. So I never paint dreams or nightmares. I paint my reality. Thus spoke Frida Kahlo. So this is uh, volume two, number one, suggested for mature readers. Here we have a little detail about it. An erotic depiction of faith, sex, and the devil in the tradition of the divine comedy. This is from Boom Studios. Should I open this? Should I get more than one copy to have an unopened one that I can sell on eBay to make a whole bunch of money off of it? 
nah. And that was this month's comic haul as part of the weekly VM Campus Comic Book Club. Once again, to be entered into the giveaway, find the spot in the podcast where I tell you what to do, then do it. And then before the next month's haul, at the end of next month, you could be selected to win some cool comic book stuff. In the meantime, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Really appreciate it. And go check out the video version of the podcast to see all the comics I've talked about. That's at patreon.com slash vmcampos. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.